Presented by the American Cancer Society Cancer Action Network. Good morning, everyone. I'm Playbook co-author Ryan Lizza. It's Tuesday, February 6th. Here's what's driving the day. All signs are that Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas will be impeached by the end of today. In a final salvo yesterday, DHS lawyers sent a 38-page letter slamming the vote as, quote, a radical and dangerous step in violation of the Constitution. But the House Rules Committee sent two impeachment articles to the floor nonetheless, and the only confirmed Republican opponent right now is Representative Ken Buck of Colorado, meaning GOP leaders appear to have the votes. Johnson reportedly has a list of impeachment managers drawn up, but as Rachel reported earlier in the week, we expect there not to be a trial in the Senate and for this to die in committee. Speaking of the Senate, the bipartisan supplemental agreement continues to draw criticism from Republicans. This morning, Politico's Burgess Everett reports that Senator John Barrasso, the number three Republican in the Senate, will oppose the border deal. I cannot vote for this bill, the senator tells Politico in a statement. Americans will turn to the upcoming election to end the border crisis, he adds. Barrasso has endorsed Donald Trump and is the most conservative of the trio of Johns. The others are Thune and Cornyn, hoping to succeed Mitch McConnell. So a very significant new Republican senator speaking out against the bipartisan deal. The House will tee up its response to Biden's foreign aid request today with a vote on a standalone Israel bill that President Biden last night threatened to veto. Joining me to talk about the border deal in the Senate and the fate of aid to Israel, Ukraine, and Taiwan is Politico congressional reporter and the primary author of Inside Congress, Daniela Diaz. Good morning, Daniela. Good morning, Ryan. So a lot happened yesterday, and there's a lot more that will occur today on the ongoing saga of the supplemental negotiations. Give us a a quick update on the status of things in the Senate. Ryan, this week is really a make or break week for this supplemental funding package that President Joe Biden had envisioned It passed in Congress, including a bipartisan immigration deal that was negotiated by James Langford, Kirsten Sinema, and Chris Murphy that they'd worked on for four months, and also funding to Ukraine and Israel, all coupled, packaged together in the hopes that it would be passed by the Senate or the House last fall and punted until now, and now it looks like it's doomed. And that's just because conservatives came out against this early on, and it sort of trickled to more moderate members of the Senate Republican Conference who are also saying that they're not for this or even saying that they haven't decided on where they stand. And based on our whip count in the last 12 hours, quite a few Republicans are against this enough to possibly tank this. So this plan to couple Israel aid, Ukraine aid, and border funding is kind of falling apart right now as we're finishing off the week. Okay, Daniela. Well, the fate of the the Senate bill hangs in the balance uh, in the upper chamber. It doesn't look good for that bill. Over in the House today, they're doing two things. One, impeaching the Department of Homeland Security Secretary. And two, taking a chunk of the supplemental, the Israel aid portion, 
and passing that as a standalone bill. Tell us about what you're looking for in those two votes today. Ryan, the House has been gearing up to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas for months, and it looks like it'll probably happen in just a few hours. They're probably going to impeach him along party lines, so only Republicans will vote in favor of impeaching Mayorkas, but it really shows kind of where the House Republican Conference priorities are at and the fact that, you know, they won't take up a larger supplemental funding package with that includes border security measures, but they will impeach Alejandro Mayorkas and blame him for what they call the Biden border crisis. Now, we're watching two or three House Republicans who haven't said where they stand on this, but for the most part, we expect this to happen. And also, they're going to take up uh, Israel aid bill that House Speaker Mike Johnson said he would put on the floor today. And it's unclear whether that will get enough Democratic support to pass. Of course, we'll know in a few hours. But remember, Democrats really wanted a larger funding package that included Ukraine and Israel and not standalone Israel aid. So we'll be keeping an eye on that. Uh, and finally, we should point out that the Israel bill needs two, a two-thirds vote to pass. So that's going to be a, a tough one. And that President Biden last night issued a veto threat for the House bill. So the prospects for both of these issues in the Senate, what, what, is, what does that look like? Well, if Biden already said that he would veto a standalone Israel bill, <laughs> I don't see how- can... <laughs> Not, not going to be on the top of Chuck's agenda this, uh, this week. I don't see how he takes that up. But even if you remember when- And that's assuming it passes at all. And that's assuming it passes at all. But and, and when it comes to impeachment, flashback to both of Trump's impeachment trials, the Senate, or at least in the first one, the Senate had the majority where it was a Republican majority, and they still had a trial for former president or then president Donald Trump. So this, we could see a trial for Alejandro Mayorkas again, just because of how Senate rules go. But it would need 67 votes to actually uh, convict. And there is no way that they're going to have any Democrats to sign on to that. But of course, that's, that's looking much more into the future. Uh, to, today is just the vote. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like they could just bury this in a committee and there's never a trial at all. Exactly. Um, so it sounds like what you're telling me, Daniela, is that in 48 hours, the months-long Senate-negotiated supplemental is on life support, if not dead. And the House's response to the immigration and supplemental aid issue, uh, this Israel vote and Mayorkas impeachment are basically going nowhere, even if they do pass the House. And by the end of, say, Wednesday or Thursday, everyone will be scrambling, looking for an entire new plan. I think you summed that up perfectly, Ryan, because there is no plan B. But Democrats aren't going to let this go this week if their plan A doesn't end up happening because Ukraine needs money, Israel needs money, they need to address the border. And so what we're going to see is Congress, again, have to figure out how they're going to solve an issue when they had a plan in front of them and they didn't take that one up. Yeah. And so the one last thing here, we were sort of talking about this offline. The wild thing is, I mean, their choices are pass these things individually um, or maybe go back to the original Biden plan, uh, which seems perhaps to have more votes than any of these other ideas right now, which is just the supplemental for Ukraine, Israel, 
and and Taiwan without any border stuff uh, attached to it. I mean, that's not uh, out of the realm of possibility, I suppose. It's not, Ryan. But remember, it was Senate Republicans who said that they wouldn't pass anything on Ukraine or Israel without, or I should specify Ukraine aid. They support Israel aid without border security measures. And here they are in the last 12 to 24 hours saying they won't support this bipartisan immigration deal because it's not strong enough on the border. So lots of contradictions happening in Congress right now. All right. What a week. And it's only Tuesday. Thank you, Danielle. (laughs) Thank you. And for your schedule today, obviously the Senate and the House are both in. President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris will host a reception in recognition of Black History Month in the East Room. I'm Ryan Lizza. Thanks for listening. Think you can't make time? Think again. Congress, access to innovation and early detection makes time for cancer patients and their families. Multi-cancer early detection tests have the potential to screen for dozens of cancers with a simple blood test. The American Cancer Society Cancer Action Network urges Congress to pass H.R. 2407 and S-2085 to create a pathway to access in Medicare once FDA approved and clinical benefit is shown. Visit fightcancer.org.